Hi everyone, welcome back to Touch of Grey. If you are new here, my name is Caroline and I am so happy that you guys have joined me today. So a lot has happened since I last released an episode. I know I talked about this in the last episode about how I've been so hard on myself and that every time I finish an episode, if it's not absolutely perfect, then I don't want to release it. And I'm going to be honest, I still very much struggle with that. I don't know what has gotten over me, but I really just, I don't know. I mean, I never thought of this podcast kind of like as a chore to me. And that's why I think I've been so lenient on it because, you know, I do this out of my happiness and it's something that I'm very passionate about. But, you know, I have very much been struggling to record it's not that I'm out of ideas because I have so many ideas for episodes it's just I honestly think it's when I'm talking by myself that if I don't say everything that I wanted to or if you know I don't think that it's important enough then I just won't release it I mean I have so many unedited episodes or edited episodes that I could release but I just don't want to but anyways funny story behind today's episode Today's episode is long awaited. It's how to heal a broken heart. And I have wanted to do this episode for so long. If you know, when I first started this podcast about a year ago, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Wow. Wow. Sorry. Um, I was going through a really rough breakup and I didn't know kind of who I was, who I wanted to be. And so I started this because as I was kind of talking to more girls about like my problems and all of that, I realized that there's so many things that go untalked about. And that's why I started this. But anyways, my first episode was with one of my best friends, Natalie. And we talked about the reality of relationships. And it was coming from her in a very healthy relationship and me just out of a somewhat toxic relationship feeling so broken and shattered and you can honestly hear it in my voice when I'm talking but so the funny story behind this episode is that I just got back from France about four days ago I would say and I was editing this on the train because we went to Paris for five days and then Nice for four days and then we went back from Nice is in the south of France, so then we went from Nice back to Paris because we were flying out of Charles de Gaulle, which is the airport there. Anyways, so I was editing this episode, and then in the middle of the episode, I had to stop because my dog needed to be let out. And when my dog got let out, then my mom called me and was like, hey, can you go pick up your brother from baseball? And I was like, yeah, sure. So then I went and picked him up, and then by the time I got back, everybody was at the house. The house was super full. So then I decided to finish recording it at night, and I just have a problem when it's at night. I talk a lot quieter, and it was just very weird going from, like, a loud, enthusiastic kind of tone to this really mellow and quiet, and I didn't like it. And I was planning on just, like, starting where I picked – or started where I left off, but I was like, I honestly don't remember what I said in the last episode, the last like little part of it. So I was just like, you know what, I'm going to start it over. So that's what I've been up to. I just got back from the trip of my life with my mom. I 
seriously and like so upset I'm not living there because that was probably my peak and I could talk about the trip for hours I'm not sure if really anybody wants to hear about that but yes I am currently home alone so I'm not in my bedroom recording this I'm in my living room um in front of me I have the Kanye trilogy trilogy I don't know why I couldn't say that the Kanye trilogy because I was watching some of that and then I got bored and I just you know it's very quiet in my house because my house is always so loud because there's like so many of us living here and my siblings are loud loud is an understatement but I'm recording this because I really wanted to get it out there and I know that in some time my friends may be going through breakups for college or like one of my best friends is going through one right now and I've been like talking with her and like trying to help her through it because there's a lot of stuff that I wouldn't do again and the way I organized this episode is I wrote down all of my breakup tips because I gained a lot of them. I also struggled a lot with how I was going to do this episode. I thought about, you know, I talk in my car. That's how I plan my episodes. <laughs> but I talk in my car and the way I was at first doing this, and at first I mean by like four months ago because that's how long I've been trying to do this episode. Um, I was kind of like going through my relationship. And honestly, you guys don't really want to hear all of the details of my relationship kind of out of respect for him too I don't want to share all of that so I'm just going to give you guys like a little summary of it so that when I give each of my tips I can kind of elaborate a little bit more on that and you guys aren't left in like the dust so with all of that said let's get into today's episode I'm sorry for you know not being very active but you know, I'm about to start this huge new chapter in my life. I'm leaving for school in 20 days. Don't ask me about that because I will start crying. That's another episode that hopefully I will do with my mom, but I don't know. We're both so busy. Anyways, with that, let's get into the episode. Okay, so my relationship started when I was 15 years old. It was the winter of my sophomore year of high school. And, you know, it was very much a COVID relationship. We dated for two months before COVID started. And, you know, we didn't really hang out with each other during COVID, in the beginning of COVID. And then because of COVID, I became very dependent on him. We dated for about a year and a half, and we broke up the summer going into my senior year of high school. So literally, like, right as school ended my junior year, we broke up. You know, it was a great first relationship. Falling in love is such an amazing experience. You know, I wouldn't trade falling in love for anything in the world. It is crazy sharing sharing everything with this person and learning everything about them what they like what they don't like and it's crazy how your every every thought of yours becomes turns into like what are they doing are they happy how can I make them more happy and it really shows your selflessness um so we broke up 
going into, oh, I, I remember I didn't mention this when I first recorded this, but I got dumped. You know, he broke up with me, which was like, what? <laughs> that sounds kind of mean, but like, I promise I don't mean it to be mean. But so he broke up with me and it's really hard to explain why we broke up without kind of explaining the whole relationship. But to sum it in a few words, there was a lack of trust in the relationship and I felt that I was constantly having to prove myself and my trust and my loyalty to him. And, you know, he was going through his own stuff. I was going through my own stuff and it just really wasn't working out. And I would say it was a toxic relationship just because the highs were so unimaginably high. I would always say to him that I felt like we were living in a movie because he he was a great boyfriend, you know? He would do all of those nice, simpy things for me, and he was very respectful, and my family loved him, and I loved his family. And when I was dating him, I really thought that, you know, he was my person, and he was my soulmate, and... When we broke up, I I had no idea who I was because I was so dependable, dependent on him. So we broke up. I was absolutely crushed and I didn't understand it. You know, I thought that he was my person. I thought that no matter our problems, we had both agreed that like we were going to get married and all of this other stuff. Keep in mind that we're like 17, 18 years old. But, you know, I was shattered. And so my first breakup tip is that it's going to hurt and you need to let it all out. You know, you can only hide and suffocate your feelings for so long, but they are going to like rise up and they're going to explode. You know, a breakup sucks. That pain is it's not just crying it's physical pain like I remember I could feel my heart physically hurt and like you're mourning the loss of someone like someone that you shared every second of every day with is no longer in your life and you can no longer really talk to them or tell them about your day and it's a big change it's really hard so let it all out cry in your bed eat a lot of ice cream And my next piece of advice is to rely on your friends. Breakups will really show you how good and amazing of friends that you have. And it will show you that not just your partner loved you. You know, you have so many friends that want to do everything and anything that they can do for you. Um, You're also your family. My mom really became my support system and my rock in the breakup. You know, I could go into her room crying at whatever hour and she would wake up and talk to me and cry with me because it was really hard so rely on your friends they want to help you know seeing you like this is hard for them I know when any of my friends go through breakups I just feel so awful because I know that the pain that they are feeling right now is unimaginable and it's it's really hard You know, I hope that from listening to this episode, I don't scare you from, you know, getting into a relationship or falling in love because as painful as breakups are, they're also amazing. And I will explain that later. 
But moving on, the next thing that I would do is to write down what you are feeling. I was not a big journaler before the breakup. Um, I honestly, I just devoted all of my time to my boyfriend and that's a red flag in itself. But, you know, I was in a very bad mental spot and I really only had the energy for him and I was just so concerned with making him happy. So writing it down not only is like this huge release for you, but you can also look back at the things that you have written and um, kind of see themes, see what's triggering you, see what's happening in your life that, you know, you can correlate to, if that makes any sense. And the other thing about writing down what you are feeling is that post-breakup, you're going to have these insane highs where you feel like you are totally fine, that that boy or girl is not worthy of you at all. You're going to think that you are just going to stay on this high for so long, and then it's going to come crashing down. And that's a part of life. But write down when those highs are. Write down who you're with. What are you doing? Because you can discover yourself so much through journaling. And that's why I tell everybody to journal. Doesn't matter what it is. I do it once a week. That's, that's the time I make for it. You can do it every day. I know some of my friends do it every single day. And props to them for doing that. But write it down. And this kind of correlates to the next tip, which is to go no contact. Since I was the one that was dumped, I did not want to go no contact. I fully believed that he was going to come running back to me in a matter of weeks, days. Then it turned into months. But anyways, one of the things that my mom made me do is that she was like, you cannot go begging for him. You cannot go texting him and trying to figure out his every move. So she would make me text her everything that I wanted to text him. And so I would text her like, hey, blah, blah, blah. I really miss you. I hope you're doing okay. Or I just say, hey, I miss you. Hi, what are you doing? It was something about that release of pressing the send button, even if it wasn't to him, it kind of felt like this weight was lifted off my shoulders a little bit. So, you know, I tell my friends to text me what they want to send. Or if they like are writing down all of their feelings, I'm like, do not send that to them. And this is another rule that actually he taught me, which is the 48-hour rule. Now, I kind of changed it to the 24-hour rule when I'm talking to my friends about things. But you cannot send your ex something emotional just because you're emotional right then. You have to leave that sitting in your system, in your phone, in your notes for 24, honestly, 48 hours because... Within that time, you are going to calm down and come to more of like a neutral sense. And you don't want to regret sending something just because you're having like an emotional spur. So there's that. But going no contact is very hard. And that's why my mom made me text her because she knew how hard it was. And I like to use this kind of analogy about it's breaking an addiction. 
you are used to spending talking to them every second. When you wake up, they are immediately your first thought and throughout the day. And then when you're going to bed, you're usually talking to them right before you fall asleep. And then all of a sudden, you have to pretend that they never even existed in your life. So it's very, very hard. But just take it day by day. You can't look at it in the long term about like, oh, but like within the next week, like I'm, I'm going to need to have to text him. If you don't feel an urge one day, ride that wave. If you feel an urge the next day, just hold out until the next day. You have to live not only in the present, but just remind yourself that this pain is temporary. Moving on, the next thing I have written down are distractions and waves. Now, I hit a little bit on the waves earlier, but something that a lot of people do in breakups are distractions. When I wrote this down, I don't mean the distractions in the sense of kind of the temporary temporary satisfaction of, you know, getting with other people or immediately um, trying to talk to someone right after that. I don't mean it in that sense, and that's not the kind of person I am. You know, people say that when going through a breakup, one person immediately tries to distract themselves with another person, and the other person, you know, kind of sulks for a little bit and then moves on, but that person who is doing the distractions will then realize that no one is your ex, and then they'll come back to the ex. Anyways, I mean distractions in the sense that you know, going out and hanging with your friends. Hanging with your friends is amazing. And I remember a few days after my breakup, I went down to go hang out with my friend Natalie. And I was in absolute mess. I was constantly crying. I did not want to go out. And it was really hard to kind of put on this fake face and pretend that I was okay. I remember that one day we went to, because I stayed with her for like a while, and one day we went to like go see her boyfriend, who I absolutely adore, and I was like just smiling and just seeing the two of them together, I remember just like violently crying, and she was like, so-and-so, go give her a hug, and he was like, she doesn't want a hug, and I was like, I don't want a hug, so distractions are good. But you can't distract yourself too much. And what I mean by that goes back to the first thing I said where you can't, you can't bury your feelings. And I have talked about this before, but burying, burying your feelings is not helpful at all. So there's a good balance of distracting yourself because when you're going through those distractions and like you know, not necessarily thinking about your ex constantly, you kind of feel this high. And I remember when I was with Natalie, that was the first time where I kind of felt very free. And I wasn't used to this feeling. And I don't mean free in the sense where I could, you know, hook up with anybody that I wanted to, because that was not on my mind at the time. I meant free in the sense that I didn't really have to check in with anybody. And, you know, maybe I was coming from a toxic relationship where I had to constantly be communicating with my ex. 
you know, we both had flaws. That was just the relationship. But the only person I needed to check in with was myself. And it was so freeing because I could be so present where I was and not worry about anything else. And then you have your distractions. You ride that high. And then, you know, the distractions can only hide so much for so long. You're going to feel low again. And that's okay because every low that you have, you just have to go, go through it. And the lows are going to become slowly, but they will become a lot less frequent. Now, my next tip is to wake up every day and choose you. Breakups are amazing. And I can genuinely say that this breakup was the best thing to ever happen to me. You, all of this energy that you used to put into your ex is energy that you can now devote to yourself. You get to figure out so much about you. Who are you? Who do you want to be? Who do you want to become? What are your passions? What makes you happy? Your only focus now is on you. And it is so amazing. Like you can become whoever you want to become. And I remember when I kind of first realized this, the thing that helped me come to this realization and epiphany, I guess you could say, was working out. I used to hate running, despised it. But, you know, every time that I was crying, I would eventually force myself to go on runs. If I felt myself going to cry, if I was crying, I I eventually got to a point where instead of just lying in my bed, I would just go on runs and I would cry during the runs. But that was time that I devoted to myself. It was time for me and nobody else. And in a way, it was kind of like that run I could reset. And that became so important to me. And, you know, when I was discovering who I was, that's kind of when I... um started this whole account and podcast because it is such an amazing journey. You know, you're going to have those moments where you don't feel that you're worthy, but learning to love yourself really is just so amazing. And I don't know where I saw this quote, but I remember telling this to one of my friends and what she said, what, what the quote said was, You know, they might have absolutely shattered your heart and left you broken. But every day that you wake up, you're actively choosing to glue yourself back together. And that glue that you are using is your self-love. So it may take some time, but you're eventually going to piece your heart together and it's going to be way bigger than before. And there's another part of breakups where... You know, you're going to question everything about your relationship. You know, did they love me? Why wasn't I enough? What did I do wrong? You know, how can I change? But you can only control yourself. In a way, the relationship is in the past. They have showed you that they do not want you for whatever reason. 
but that does not mean anything about your self-worth. And I did a whole episode about self-worth versus, I forget what it was, maybe self-love. So go listen to that if you're, you know, curious about what self-worth is. But nothing that your ex can say or do will take away from your self-worth. That is something that you have always. So, blah, 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 blah. Bring it back in. I'm in very much of like a hyper rambly mood, if you can't tell. So, I'm going to try to calm it down a little bit. Now, something that my mom used to tell me is that you can only stay in Pity City for so long. What does that mean? Well, I took a long time to kind of heal from my breakup. I did not want to get out of bed. I wanted to cry and sulk over the fact that I lost someone that I really loved. And I was just so lost. And my mom would always say, you can't stay in Pity City for so long. You can't stay crying and mourning the loss over, you know, what you guys could have become or what you guys are missing out on because you can't do anything to get that back right now. And she was right. But I knew me and I knew that if I didn't feel all of the hurt, if I didn't feel really every emotion that I was going through, then I wouldn't be able to heal all the way. And yes, I took a long time to fix myself and to put those pieces back together. But now I have never felt so secure and loved in my own body. You know, I now know who I am. I know what I stand for. I know who I love. And finally kind of like being free from the relationship, it's just like I can finally take a breath. And that's one of the amazing parts of a breakup. Now, I talked earlier about the highs and how you're going to have highs and you're going to have lows. And with that, there are going to be setbacks. Setbacks. They're just, they're going to happen. They're inevitable. And every setback that you have, it will make you stronger. But, you know, setbacks hurt. And... You know, if that's having a long conversation with your ex, you know, rehashing those feelings, um, maybe even hanging out with your ex, it's going to resurface all of those feelings that you have been trying to kind of put away. But then again, this goes back to taking it day by day and waking up and choosing you. It's, I, I mean, I can't lie, breakups really suck and they really hurt, but you have to just know that you are the only one who's going to be with you for the rest of your life. You are stuck with this body, you are stuck with yourself, everybody else in your life, as sad as it is, they're all temporary. Temporary. Did I say that weird? Anyways, so... I've mentioned this before, but the way that I kind of organize my podcast episodes is that I write it down in a journal. And so I wrote down these tips and I was writing down all of these. And then there's like a five, a five, not page, a five line break. And 
because I kind of, when I was writing these, I kind of thought of them as in the chronological order that, you know, going through a breakup and what you might need to hear at whatever point. So underneath those five lines, I have let go. This was the hardest thing for me. And if I'm being totally honest, it took me a very long time to finally let go. I had so much faith in my relationship. You know, I thought that he was my person. I really could not understand why he didn't want to be with me and why, you know, he thought that I would be better off without him. And I couldn't let go of that what if possibility. And something he would say to me is like, you know what, it's going to be us in the end. Like, don't worry about it. You know, we're going to get married. And I would just hold on to that. I wouldn't let myself really take that crazy getting with everybody route because I was like, if I do that, then he won't want me back. Meanwhile, you know, he was doing whatever he wanted. And because I had so much love in my heart, I was able to kind of overlook that and just like blame it on anything else except for him. When in reality, it was his own choices. So letting it go is really the hardest part. And I wish I had advice on, you know, how to let them go. But I really believe in the universe. (laughs) Um, Because I felt myself every time I was kind of I felt myself kind of falling back into my emotions and, you know, wanting him back, the universe, or maybe it was God, whoever, I would kind of find out something that would really show me his true colors. And I would be hurt, but then I would realize, but then, you know, I would go into another high. I would be like, he's not my person. I can't believe that I ever even, you know, thought that, I was going to go back to him, all this stuff. And, you know, breakups are messy. You know, you used to share everything with this person and now you don't know anything about them and they have this whole separate life. And, you know, that's upsetting to think now. I really don't know what my ex is up to. I don't know really who he's friends with. But I don't don't seek him out now. And something embarrassing that... I used to do, which it takes a lot in me to admit it, but you know, I'm going to be vulnerable and share it. And if it's weird, whatever. But whenever I was out, I would like actively seek him out or I would just like have my eye on him because not only did I kind of want him to see me and be like, wow, I'm missing out. But also it was like, who was he talking to? And it would, maybe he was doing it to make me jealous. Maybe he was doing it just because he didn't care at all. But another hard part of relationships is, like, watching them, like, get with someone or knowing that they're talking to someone. That was something that I could not piece together at all. Because I was like, I don't understand. You know, after we broke up, like, we still were not actively, like, texting and all of that. But, like, we we both knew that each other, like, loved each other. And so I wouldn't understand, like, how he was able to kind of talk to girls and how, you know, he was 
looking like he was so fine. And meanwhile, I would just go out and I would, you know, just cry. (laughs) That's kind of sad to say, but you know what? That's honestly what happened. And so eventually, after a long time, I was able to let go. And that little pain that you feel in your heart that you think is never going to go away, I promise you, one day, your heart won't hurt anymore. And I can't tell you what you can do to fix that and, you know, heal it. But I just remember one day, (laughs) I kind of, like, woke up, and I was just doing my life, doing things, and then I realized that, you know, my heart didn't really hurt anymore. And with that, you know, throughout this whole entire journey, you will realize your worth. You will realize that you don't deserve the way that they treated you. You'll realize that there are so many other fish in the sea. And, you know, as cringy as it says, as that saying is, it's true. And, you know, I'm going to college. I'm going to meet so many new people you know, we live in, right now, I live in this kind of, like, small hometown, and it's not that small, but everybody knows each other, and I was just, like, all the guys here disgust me. I don't want anything to do with them, and my senior year, I was very conscious about, kind of, my reputation, and, like, I I watched that very much, and I wasn't going to settle for somebody, you know, if somebody said something weird to me, or if, like, they were Snapchatting, we were, like, playing games, like, leaving me on open or something, I was, like, okay, like, you can do that, I'm just not gonna put any more of my energy in you, because you will have this kind of epiphany set over you, where your energy is so sacred, and, you know, I, maybe I sound like a huge guru right now, but Some people are just not worth you and what you bring to the table. If they're not actively, you know, building you up or adding stuff to your life, then there's no reason why you should be giving your love and energy back to them. So, my last thing that I wrote, that I didn't realize I wrote down, but it is, they are not your person. Now, maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe in five, ten years, you will see them again and you guys will pick up where you left off. But when you kind of let go and realize that maybe they're not your person and you don't have to actively, like, wait around, there is, like, it's so freeing. Your entire life, it now doesn't have this kind of constraint to it. Not that like planning your whole life out with someone is a constraint, but you really just have to do and follow what you love. And that part of it is beyond amazing. And I remember that one of the quotes that I was very much into and kind of, it was like really what I believed in is that everything happens for a reason. And if you don't know the reason, it's because you're in the happening. All of my friends know that quote. I tell that to literally everybody. But that quote saved me and kind of changed my life. 
at the time, I did not understand why I was being broken up with, why I was going through this pain, what I did that was wrong, that kind of put me there. But now, I have seen how much I have grown. I am not at all the same person that I was when I was dating him. And that is why I am so glad that he freed me in a sense. And I don't want this all to come off, like, I don't want it to rub off the wrong way in being that, like, you know, he sucks, like, he's awful, because he does not suck. He is not awful. He is a great person. And you will eventually get to a point with your ex where you can care and respect for them, but at a distance, and, you know, they don't actively have to have a place in your heart. You know, I will always care about my ex, you know, but... I mean, I don't really know how to, like, put this, but it's kind of like I'm not saving a space for him anymore. I'm not saving that, you know, I'm not, I'm not waiting for him. But basically, all in all, and kind of wrapping this up because that was my last piece of advice, falling in love is amazing. I really, I already said this, but I don't want you to take this as like, I never want to fall in love again because I am at a point right now where I am so excited to have my heart broken again because kind of the more you feel it and the more that you not necessarily like cry and and are upset about it, but it shows you how big of a heart you have and, you know, going through a breakup with a person that that may not be your person, you know, imagine how much more loved you're going to feel when you find the right person. There's like so much potential in it and it's amazing. But if you're going through a breakup, I want you to know that you will be okay. I never thought that I would be here right now feeling this happy and like secure myself. But you will get there. You just have to have faith in yourself, in loving who you are, and knowing that it will be okay. And if you're not okay right now, that's okay. But I really hope that you take some advice and some tips from this episode. And I really hope that I get back on my grind. Honestly, okay, I'm going to be honest. I'm leaving in like 20 days, so... Recording a podcast episode right now is not on the forefront of my mind, but I hope you all are doing amazing. As always, if you need anything, feel free to reach out with, out to me and I will do my best to get back to you. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye!